You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output more than a bike Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 342. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. We are back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So far, so good. I mean, I haven't been hit by a car, so. That's true. Uh, but uh, but it's not February yet. That's true. February 5th, coming up on the anniversary. Oh, I won't. I don't know. I was going to say I won't be in town that day, but I leave the next day. Wow. Oh. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, on a brighter note, well, you not getting hit by a car is a bright note. That is true. Just to be clear. Yeah. But reminiscing about you getting hit by a car, that is not a bright note. It's just weird how much it's it's on my mind lately. Yeah. You know? I get anyway, that. so um, uh, before we dig into the show proper, I guess we should start by saying that uh, the next book club is just around the corner. Yeah. Next Tuesday, a week from yesterday. Well, so by the time people hear this, it'll be like in three days, just don't don't pay attention to anything else I said. Let's not bring math into this. No, January okay. 9th, Tuesday. There we go. <laughs> Just look at your calendar. And I don't even know what year it is. Is okay. So uh, this is still the January book. So we're finishing this. We're finishing up book lovers, mm-hmm. and then uh, the next book that we are going to start is Turning Inward by Ross Rayburn. Um, So I am super excited to read that. For those of you that it pre-ordered, it will be out on, it'll be out on January 9th. And uh, there are still tickets available for the big book launch in New York City. So if you get to go to that, First of all, I am so jelly. <laughs> and second of all, uh, let us know about that if you if you do get to go. But anyway, that'll be the next book. And I can't wait to read that. I can't wait to discuss book lovers. Uh, this has been a fun read. I know you didn't read this one, Tom, but it was it was an interesting one. I Is enjoyed it? it. I thought it was a good story. Oh, so that's good. I can't wait to hear everybody's thoughts on it. Yeah, absolutely. We should also say that uh, you might recall last year we launched the Peloton Timeline. 
And uh, since 2023 has just concluded, we have added to the timeline and it is now live and on our website if you want to go check it out. Yeah. I thought you'd have more to say about the timeline. Well, I, I, I was looking at the timeline earlier, and I think that might be what got me thinking about the accident actually getting hit by a car, because I was thinking about how weird this past year was, because it was full of like these really, really big highs right. and these really, really low lows. And, yeah. and um, I'm not really sorry to see 2023 go. I mean, not as much as I wanted 2020 out of here, but 2023 yes. was not the best year. So um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping 2024 <laughs> is going to go better. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yes. Did you getting hit by the car make the timeline? Uh, no, it didn't. No, it did not. Yeah. So uh, Diana is no longer in charge. Is that why? That. No. Because <laughs> she left you off. <laughs> she, <laughs> no, she was just like, yeah, I don't really feel like uh, I want to spend my time on this anymore. It's a lot of work. It's so a lot I, of work. I totally like, get and it. And she did 10 years of it. I mean, right? that's, so, that's amazing. Absolutely. And, and we are so grateful to all the time For that sure. she put in. But we will still be continuing the timeline. It'll just... A little different process going Correct. forward. <laughs> and uh, finally, we should uh, hit the fact that uh, it, we launched the bingo. We are launching. Launching bingo. We are. And so you call out an instructor each week to let them know which one they should they should do so they can get through all of them in the year to complete their bingo card. Yes. So uh, it's coverall. <laughs> so this week, in order to keep us on track, brace yourself. <laughs> There's three instructors. So <laughs> yes. we're going to call one out now. We're going to call one out later. And we're going to call one out in this week's Patreon bonus episode. Now, before you pause this episode to write us a tersely worded email, we also this week. Now, we won't do this every time, but this week we are going to make the bonus episode free and available to everyone. That's a Patreon member. So if you join the Patreon at the free level, all free level members this week will have access to the bonus episode. And the bonus episode this week, we had actually decided this before we decided to call out one of the the bingo names <laughs> in the episode. But like there is so much jam packed in the bonus episode this week. We were like, maybe we should make this one free so everybody can hear it because it feels like we're leaving things out. There's so, so, so there's, much. There's a lot. So a lot in the bonus episode. If you've been wondering if the bonus episode is worth your your time, energy, and money. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's here's fair. A, here's a good way to find out. Now, it won't show up in your feed. You'll have to go over to the Patreon episode and listen to it on your desktop because you won't have the RSS feed to have it just show up in your, like, magic podcast box. But, um, but, but if it, you subscribe, you can. Yeah, but it'll live over there so you can go check it out. And if you like it and you want to subscribe, great. If not, you got this one for free. And there you go. So there's all that. Let's let's give the first name. Drum roll, please. The first instructor on the bingo card is Christine CDE. Christine D'Ercole. Okay. Yes. So, uh, so then you would just go into your... Um, Go to your card and you can bring it up on your favorite picture editor on your phone. Yeah. Like like Instagram and you just X. X. And where can they get this card? They can get this card anywhere. Like you can get it on all of our socials. So you're going to be able to get it in Facebook. You're going to be able to get it in Patreon. I believe we're going to post it on Instagram as well. I don't think we're going to post it every week, though. So you need to go grab it right. and then save it. 
the idea is that you cover you black out the whole board by the end of the timeline. And uh, we are not going to say what the prize is, but you will be able to get a special prize. Uh, no, I'm not going to check your answer. So just, you know, be, this is for you and it's for fun. So just go take a freaking class with Christine if you're going to mark it, you know, don't like, be a douche. Don't be a douche. Right. Exactly. Words to live by. So anyway. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? That wasn't enough? That wasn't. Well, we haven't even got to what we have in store for people this week. <laughs> I know. That was I just know. house cleaning. <laughs> okay. So we're going to talk about the new studio fees because that's fascinating. I'm super fascinated by that. We're also going to talk about the new commercial that's dropping, new features that are dropping, uh, some extra perks for the Chase, Chase Sapphire group. Uh, also, there are lots of new instructor. There's news for the instructors, I should say. Lots of that. And there are going to be discussions about the artist series. We've got celebrity sightings. We've got content, all kinds of things. And like Tom said, you're going to be able to access the bonus episode, but a lot of stuff that I have not mentioned here is going to be over in the bonus episode as well. We're going to cover some top 10, some favorite things that happened in 2023. We're going to talk about uh, even more uh, instructor news. A lot got moved over there. So there's a lot. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, YouTube, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. While you're there, maybe leave us a review. Super helpful. You can also find us on the Facebook at facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Don't forget, you can also join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the clip out. What that gets you is ad free episodes. If we get them early you get them early and it gets you bonus content and uh this week's episode as we mentioned earlier will be available to all patreon subscribers at all levels even the free level so um if you've been wanting to check it out and see what they are but you didn't want to spend money to find out well here you go here's your chance so uh also don't forget you can sign up for our newsletter uh which goes out mostly weekly at theclipout.com so there's all of that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall Peloton in the news. So last week it was quietly, <laughs> I won't even say announced, it just happened. It just happened. Yeah. We now have new fees for attending the studio in yeah. different capacities. Yeah. So it's interesting, right? Because um, there are always, everybody, there's always opinions about anything right. that is done, you know. You know how it is. I thought people's reactions to this were super fascinating because, okay, let's start with you want to go to the studio just by yourself. That's going to cost in the US, it's going to cost $35. I think it's 25 pounds when you go to the studio in London. So a little bit different pricing, but pretty much the same. Yeah. Okay. That's just for you in a class by yourself. Now, if you want a group of people, then you have to pay a fee and a fee is different depending on which which uh, studio you're in, how many people you have. And it also depends on what kind of class you're taking. So like yoga, for example, is a very different price than the cycling studio. Now, that makes sense because the yoga studio only fits like seven people right. versus the cycling studio that fits like 40 people. So it, it's a Big, I think it's 36 to be exact, but it's a big difference, right? But you would think that there would be more demand 
for the bike studio than the yoga studio. I have no doubt. Yeah. And the prices show it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the bike studio in the U.S. is $1,000 if you want everybody. So that's buying out all the you bikes. buy out the bikes. But that's just the fee for the right to buy out all the bikes. Correct. It's like a PSL. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, but you still Don't have... say PSL because they'll think you're talking oh, about London. Sorry, I was in my football. <laughs> the one time I make a sports reference. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> so, uh, but it's like an NFL PSL where you, you spend a thousand dollars. Now you have the right to buy out the studio. Yes, but you still have to pay thirty five dollars a bike. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just want to make that clear. Yeah, and the reason that you would be you would want to pay that fee is because then Peloton will help you. Like it, it would be impossible to get. 35 of your closest friends into the bike studio For in sure. one class like yeah. just impossible yeah. but you could certainly do it this way by reaching out to peloton and having them book it for you and now you pay a fee I think it's really fair. And I a lot of people felt like it was fair uh, because they, they're they like, well, I would do whatever it takes to get into the studio, so I don't care. And then you have a whole bunch of other people that are like, Peloton's just money grubbing and they're just awful. All they care about is money. And to that, I say, yeah, funny how a company yeah. who's... Publicly traded companies are funny that way. to make money. Yeah. So... So... A thousand dollars. Yes, is for, for the cycling studio for, to, for, to access the cycling studio. Yeah, is not insubstantial, but I would think that most people that are probably trying to do something like that are probably corporations and organizations. Or groups. Yeah, and yeah, like it's you know, most people aren't trying to buy out the studio as a private person. One wouldn't think. I'm I'm laughing because I happen to know that that has happened before. I'm sh- I'm, sh- I'm not um, I'm sure it has. But uh but no, in general but, to oh, to your point, it oh. is there are oftentimes it will be like a group. There are so many communities, right. uh sub-communities within the Peloton community where it's like, okay, so I, I don't know, the the Peloton foodie group all yeah. wants to go in and ride together. Okay, but here's another way to look at it. If there's 36 bikes in there, that's about $28 a person extra. So if you want to ride with your with your Peloton foodie group, then now you're going to pay like 55 bucks. Which or is still 60 totally bucks. reasonable. Yeah. Like so. it's not that crazy of an increase. Now, the interesting thing I thought about it was that that there's I think that there were very different prices for like if you wanted to do yoga or strength and that it was closer to like 300. Oh, I forgot to mention, too, that um, if you only wanted to have a small group, you don't have to buy out of the bikes. You could only buy out five bikes mm-hmm. and you you would still have to pay it's a like fee. It's like prorated in some capacity. It's like I think it was like five through 14 and then it was like 15 through 36. Gotcha. Don't quote me on that. Read the article because it's right in there. Yeah. But uh, and Tom has it on screen. He's just not scrolling down. Uh, <laughs> where all the details are and that's okay it, it, it's not that complicated yeah. the the point that i was going to make is that if you if you want to do a small group or you want to do the tread studio that's that's around your thir- 300 per person but if you want to do let's say the the yoga this is this is interesting to me yoga had only a hundred dollars concierge fee for four to five people and if you wanted to buy out the whole thing so i thought that was interesting yeah and like then I, said, I just think there's less demand and it's for, just so small yeah it's so small. But smaller you would think would make the price go up because there's less supply but i think there's less demand and so it's not as 
Well, and I don't remember that the cycling studio in London felt that much that much smaller. But I mean, they're only charging two hundred dollars for a fee. Two hundred year two hundred pounds. I'm sorry, two hundred pounds. I feel like some of that is because they're just they're not as popular in london as they are in america well that could be uh i mean it is that is true it just absolutely is true it's not even up for debate but i just thought it was interesting that it's such a difference between a thousand and (laughs) and 200 uh pounds so nobody's really called that out and i would say that's probably because the people who are benefiting from that like they're just like yay yeah, and those those who are not benefiting from it aren't really going to pay attention because they're they're not even paying attention to what the london prices are they're just paying attention to what the price is in new york yeah so my guess behind all this because i think in the grand scheme of things this isn't going to generate a lot of revenue no it's definitely for, not for peloton of so when people not. are like it's a cash grab like it's i really like it's this, like this much this is not where this is not what's going to turn the company around. I think what this ultimately is, it's a nuisance fee. It's like if if you so when the next time when people call like, I want to rent out the whole studio. OK, it's a thousand dollars. And here. OK. And I agree with you. I totally agree with you. But it does raise some interesting things. First of all, I also I look at it whenever I was in accounting and I we like had I was at a business where I was heavily involved in the accounting. We would often look at it like how can we pay for this person's salary? So I could see that like there is one one person dedicated to this or you know, mm-hmm. maybe it's two people but it's half time or whatever. Right. You're paying for their you're paying for their salary, their salary. Yeah. Because that's literally all they're going to be doing. But where it gets interesting is you have to basically send a form in and you have to do it. I think it was like no, no sooner than I want to say it was like six weeks out. Mm-hmm. It has to be before they've released the next schedule. So maybe it was 10 weeks out. OK. OK. So then you have to say like you have to fill out this form to be able to be like, OK, I my favorite instructor is this or that. I These are my choices. You have right. to do all that. But the crazy part is how many people are going to be signing up for that one thing, right? You're going to have... So how do you choose? How do you choose which group gets it? And that, that is the part that people are mad about because how do we know if it was first come, first serve? How do we know that it's not the same people that are in studio now and they make such a huge deal out of being there? How do we know that they're not calling up their buddy and saying, give me the studio because I like you and yeah, 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 yeah. Because people do that all the time. Yeah, There are people that really irritate me with their snottiness about how how they like to lord it over everybody else how they're there and that's what people are really upset about that yeah. they don't feel like this actually helps them it's just it's just taking you're not you're not able to see it they feel like some groups get ignored and they feel like some groups get favorited well i guess we shall see we <laughs> we shall i think what will be really interesting is if you start to see situations where they start charging you different amounts for different instructors. For different instructors. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that either. Um, Which also makes sense. I mean, it's supply and demand, and there are going to some be some people that are willing to pay a lot more for a Cody or a Robin than some of the other instructors. Not to be 
a dick. I don't want to call anybody out by name because it. But there are just you mean you can. What is Instagram? It's a popularity contest. You can yeah. go and look and see which well, instructor is more popular. I mean, come on. Yeah. There's different. They all have different fees for yeah. doing a speech or right. showing up for an yeah. appearance. So, so how would this be any different? For sure. And and I also think it's going to be, you know, I think this is the precursor for more to come. I don't think we're done seeing fees. And in fact, I think we're going to see more. And I know we were joking around in the last episode about all the different packages that we would love to see uh, before they announced this. Right. But like, yeah, it. I mean, and, I, I think it's coming. And we sh- should say before we move on, or I will point out so you don't have to, you've been predicting this for Thank quite you. some time. Thank you. So. There's a lot of people out there that like to pat me on the head and say, oh, you're a girl. You yeah. don't know anything. We know better. But there you yeah. <laughs> yeah, Look at that. Yeah. You were right once again. Yeah. So, so uh, moving along, uh, we had one final collaboration sneak in before the end of 2020. Official collaboration. Official. And so that was uh, you could now access YouTube on your Peloton equipment. Yes. And I want to be clear about this because it's going to be confusing to people. It was already on your your bike it was already there the yeah. difference is peloton inc to deal with them it was still in beta and right. now it's not in beta anymore a lot of people were confused by that and but, i get that if you already seen it on your bike you're like it's already there big right, war but exactly. it's like but they were testing it out it could go away at any moment now this, it's and, and this is stay. the first of many to come right because yeah. we already see all the others being tested so for sure pretty we would get like crackle on there <laughs> don't want it no nobody does (laughs) nobody wants crackle uh peloton dropped a new commercial this week yeah this is really cool because uh this is a a real honest to god peloton user shanta may uh which you know she's been part of the community for a long time and she's been working on you know coming back like using using the peloton to to move to be better to be healthy you know to be able to move her muscles right and and the whole point of this commercial is like that's different than than like oh i'm trying to be an athlete or i'm trying to take my athletic skills to the next level and i don't know go try out for the olympics or something like that like like she's just trying to like be healthy like recuperate from recuperate. something she looks like she was like she has a whole story i don't yeah. really want to share her story because it's not my place to okay um but but yeah she's she has there's a whole thing there gotcha but um i i did like the spot in that i know peloton still kind of has a a reputation in some circles is like oh it's the thing where they yell at you so you try harder and like that's not what peloton does they've never they've never done that and i feel like this kind of sends that message is is that yes elite athletes can use it but it's not just for them don't let that scare you away yeah i agree and and i also thought it was cool that they showed other people um rehabbing injuries uh now i'm not clear if those folks are part of the peloton community or they were quote unquote just actors for a commercial i i couldn't tell but um i just i really liked the spot also people have asked like will we see this on tv i'm hopeful we will i'm hopeful we're gonna see it you know they used to do ads on like the super bowl right is that a that's coming up in January, right? I That's think in February. February, yes, okay, but, yeah, soon-ish, and maybe we'll see it there. I don't know. Time will tell. We also had a new video on Instagram this week uh, for Tread Talks. 
Yeah, it's just interesting. People are asking a lot of questions like, why are we going to start seeing these tread talks like all the time? I really think what they're trying to do is get people to understand why the tread and the tread plus are different than right. your traditional treadmill, specifically or especially, I should say, the tread plus like it's it is a giant piece of equipment and some people just don't realize like why it's worth the extra money and right. so i really think this is just kind of a commercial but it not like a true commercial what i would call a social media commercial right so i think that's it no i don't think we're gonna see like a whole series of these being a true talking point i just it, not like fitness flipped was or something. Right. People have asked me that question. So it doesn't seem like it's designed to be that. It's just kind of like, here's what makes the tread plus different from the tread. That, that's how I took it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Peloton and Chase Sapphire have teamed up again. And now you get extra perks for purchasing a tread plus. Yeah. So I think it was a total of um, you can earn a total of. A max sixteen fifty. Yeah, in travel rewards if you buy the Tread Plus, and I know we've talked about this before, but I just want to say that like just be careful and watch your dates because you have to match the dates that are on Chase Sapphire's website. So make sure it gets if it says has to be delivered by, has to be purchased by. You know, just make sure you get all that checked out. Okay. Yeah, there was some issues with a promotion like this a year or so ago where Peloton pushed it out and the dates didn't match what Chase Sapphire said. And it said. was by a matter of like 24 hours. Yeah. This was not this was not like weeks different. Right, it was real and like and Chase Sapphire they were real dicks about it and they were like you nope. bought outside of the window, suck it. Yep. It was it got ugly for some people. So it did. just be careful. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're a hundred percent polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it <laughs> it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually 
really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. New features. So Lane Break got some new features since we last recorded. It did. Yeah. And so one of the things uh, it's been a while now that Lane Break has been available on the tread, not the tread plus yet, but it is available on the tread. And people have made a lot of commentary, a lot of feedback to Peloton about that. Like, it's difficult to go that fast. (laughs) Um, We're not all CJ Albertson. Peloton, (laughs) Exactly. So when you're trying to like switch, you know, you got to move really, you know, you have to be running really fast for a long time time or speed up to do sprints. So for that reason, and just for the reason that it's uh, some people just don't want to run all the time, they have added walking to lane break on the tread. So now uh, any of the classes you take, you can use walking feature as the target speed when you're choosing your difficulty. So that's super helpful for people who are more focused on their walking rather than running. Yeah. The other cool part is that uh, they added a bunch of new shapes and colors. I absolutely love what they have done because different like if you do a class and then you do another class right after it you will notice that they have two very different color schemes and the shapes that are in the background that like they're like pulsing with light Mm -hmm. they pulse at the exact perfect moment with the bass like with the rhythm of the music so it feels very immersive and it's not like it was super off before but like it's really on beat now so especially when you're you're doing a class where there is an intense beat it is very fun in my opinion because of the the difference you feel more immersed in it and then in addition to all of that you can now stack the classes for lane break so that's super exciting as well i tell you what i have not done like i haven't been doing any biking classes other than lane break lately and i have been loving it and i can't wait till lane break makes it over to the tread plus i'm very excited about that i'll probably be walking too <laughs> <laughs> well you'll call it running but i, I will they'll probably classify it as walking that's true and that's because that's how you say you run I'm not i know it is not absolutely true on. no I'm, it, I'm very well aware of how it's slow i am <laughs> still doing more than me oh, that's true that's true unless we're at disney <laughs> Coming up after this, we got instructors in the news. So we're going to talk about what's going on with Robin and Jess Sims and Ross Rayburn. So stick around. Instructors in the news. Ross Rayburn has announced his official book launch event. Yes, it is January 9th. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, there are still tickets as of this recording. So if you want to be there. You need to get your tickets ASAP. Also, I am super jelly and let us know how it goes. <laughs> also, also, 
if I can add an also to your also. Sure. Don't forget, he is the next item up for bid in the Clip Out Book Club. Yeah, he's going to be the February book read, and we are going to be doing our book club for that book on February 13th. So you have plenty of time to get your book and read it before then. Robin Arzan is the newest fitness contributor for Good Morning America. She sure is. And she was very excited about it. And I have to say, I really loved her little pop of color with her tights on her outfit. (laughs) Yeah. I heard through the grapevine. This is completely like rumor that she had been she had been kind of pushing Allie to help her get in there. So I don't know. I don't know. That's true or not. I thought it was interesting. It makes sense, though, that you got connections in there. You're going to. Why would you not use it? You're going to leverage them. So it makes total sense. Well, congrats to her. That's really cool. It is. And uh, speaking of Peloton instructors on your TV, uh, Jess Sims has expanded her role at ESPN. She sure has. Uh, She is now going to be the Saturday primetime sideline reporter for men's college basketball. And it also could potentially mean that she's going to have a little less time teaching uh, at Peloton. So. Not saying she's going anywhere. Please do not turn that into a panic. It was not meant to be one. But, um, you know, we did have the tarot card reader on Erica McLean. Yes. And she had mentioned that, you know, at least one instructor she had felt would be kind of pushing back and and doing some other things, not leaving Peloton, but maybe not teaching as much. And who knows? Maybe Just Sims is that person. It could certainly be. We had another proposal at Peloton of sorts. (laughs) (laughs) We did. This is like the sweetest video. I, I, my, I teared up whenever I saw this. This was adorable because Leanne was filming and uh, Ben Aldis gave John Hosking a, a present to open and he opened it and it said best man question mark and then john hosking started crying and then (laughs) that's when i lost it like i was just like oh my god it was so it was so like real and sweet and it was so it was so like genuine and leanne had said like uh in the background because she was the one filming and you could hear her say like you've just been there so much for us the last couple of years and you think about what leanne's gone through with her cancer diagnosis and they had to keep that to themselves and they had wanted to get married before the cancer diagnosis and then that kind of put the the kibosh on that and then of course uh, leanne's friend passing away like it's just been a really tumultuous time for these two and uh and they clearly like it just he had been such a good friend to them and it showed. And I just thought it was a really, really, really sweet moment. They also said in their post that it's going to be a spring wedding. So we will be seeing that wedding pop up very, very soon. It's going to be in the spring this okay. year, 2024. Callie Gullickson is the newest ambassador for Lululemon. She sure is. Uh, and I think that that's very exciting for her. And I'm so glad to see it. I know she's been wanting a partnership for a while now. Uh, and she loves Lululemon. So it is really exciting to see her get to be their brand an- ambassador. Congrats to Callie. And uh, finally, uh, DJ John Michael showed off the new DJ booth in the studios. He did. Yeah, it was brand new. And actually, I think you have the old one uh, up. The old one up? Hang yeah. on. <laughs> There we go. Oh, that is the old one. My bad. I told so you. So I had the right one. You up. had the right one. So this, I would like you to say within the episode itself that I was right. You were right, Tom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Going to make that my ringtone. <laughs>
but then it'll be wrong so often. Um, <laughs> wow. uh, you don't call me that much. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> but it's got all new like lighting and colors and kind of a new shape to it. So that was really fun. Great way to start off the uh, New Year's Eve uh, class that Jess King and DJ John Michael did. And uh, we will talk about this more in the bonus episode. But holy cow, was Jess King's Brittany Allen outfit amazing. <laughs> now, listen. Now, listen, Tom. Now, I am not one to get that excited about clothes. And uh, we have a closet full of leggings that says otherwise, but go I like on to watch something and be excited about it. But what was cool about it is that just uh, just King was dressed up when she got there in a tuxedo and then it had snaps on it. Brittany Allen had designed it <laughs> so that it had snaps on it. She ripped it like off. Breakaway. Yes. Yeah. And then it turned into a disco ball for New Year's Eve. How amazing. <laughs> it was so cool. And Brittany Allen posted this whole post about how she made the outfit. It was like 44 hours of hand-sewn labor that went into this. It was insane. So, yeah, I just thought that Brittany Allen deserved a little little mention there since we're talking about the New Year's Eve. Okay, well, they can hear more about that in the bonus episode. They can. Which is open to everyone this week. It is. Coming up after this, we're going to tell you about the latest artist series and we're going to talk about which celebrities were spotted on their Pelotons. I think we got a couple new ones, so stick around. Peloton Artist Collaboration. The latest artist series features Zach Bryan. Okay, the, uh, you know what stood out to me? Because I, I don't know who this guy is. I don't either. Uh, I just thought it was funny that his name is <laughs> Zach and Brian shoved together. I don't know why that didn't click for me. For <laughs> listeners, I have two sons, Zach and Brian. So. And, and Brian spells his name that way. With, with, but with Zach a y. does not. Zach does not. Yeah. yeah. But I just thought it was funny. I saw that and I was like, yeah. what? That is funny. <laughs> that explains why whenever I hear this guy's name, I feel like I've heard of him, even though I've never heard of him. And I can't believe I've never connected the dots that it's like, oh, it's because of my children. So And Tom is a man ladies and gentlemen my father of the year card so that's okay if it makes you feel any better i guarantee you i would pay money that you would show this to your son brian yes. and he would have no idea no clue at all none none whatsoever even after we explained it i'm not sure yeah he would get it he'd be like i don't listen to country i don't know what you're that's talking about that's exactly so. what he would say yeah so that's where he gets that from i know it's like that's so scary thing is like i may never made that connection and i'm still the one they gave custody to that's how bad it is on the other side <laughs> so anyway zach bryan is your latest artist series he Hopefully sure is it, I, I don't know if he's country but with a name like that it sounds well, country i just figure he's holding the guitar he got the guitar yeah. he's gotta be and and the shirt looks country yeah like but just, there's no hat so it's hard to tell yeah but hats these days aren't as oh i know but i'm just saying the hat would be like yes that's for sure country absolutely yeah. yes i i do agree but uh i'm gonna go with country i've never heard of him but uh <laughs> there we go yeah peloton celebrity sightings Ludacris kicked off 2024 on a peloton on a boat <laughs> yeah i would say it's a little more than a boat that's a freaking yacht <laughs> well yeah i mean you don't put a peloton on a pontoon <laughs> you don't you do not but uh yeah it looks like um a beautiful looks very yar worthy 
She's very Yar. Okay. Um, All I know is Yar's Revenge. Oh, I think that's Yaw. That's old 80s video game. Okay. Well, we should probably not talk about things. We have no idea. Somebody out there is going to be yelling at us. That's true. Yeah. But anyway, thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was just a neat video. Absolutely. And then also uh, this week, we learned that Vanna White digs Peloton as well. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Is she still is she still doing the the turning of the letters? Yeah. Yes, I they're they're getting a new host. It was at Ryan Seacrest that they hired, but I, no I believed they inked a deal to keep her around. Like like people thought maybe they just reboot the whole thing, yeah. but they didn't. I think they inked a deal to keep her around for a for a bit of time too. So. Well, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um especially yeah, like like hey man, you're paid to be a model and turn letters on a TV show and like look at prices right. The, that role is designed to be flipped out for the next 22 year old. Yep. And here we are, what, 40 years later and I she's mean, still doing it. So yeah. hat tip for holding on to that gig because that is in that line of work. That is unheard of. And she looks amazing. Not amazing for her age. She looks amazing. Period. End of sentence. <laughs> New content. So I guess let's begin this segment by giving them their next bingo name. Okay. That sounds like a great idea. Uh, so we have Marcel, instructor number two, Marcel Mauer. So you've got Christine. And Marcel. Okay. And if you want to know who the third one is, there, there won't be three every week. Don't worry. But uh, we figured January, everybody's like, I got to get back to it and over overperforming. So this is the week to give you three. If you want to hear the third one, it'll be in this week's bonus episode, which you can actually access for free at, over at the patreon.com slash the clip out. And at the free level, we'll get it this week. So you you got to sign up, but we don't need your credit card or anything like that. It'll be over there for free waiting for you. So we have this week at Peloton. We do. Yeah. There was a, a interesting stuff that got added this week. Um, first of all, there was a new uh, Dennis reset, which everybody really enjoys those classes. But I thought it was also interesting that that Peloton was featuring a merengue walk with uh, I think it was Camilla Camilla. Okay. That was interesting. There's also a new uh, German collection, and it's going to be a 10 by 10 strength class with Eric Jaeger. So I thought that was interesting as well. By the time you hear that, that those classes will be out. But just want to make sure that we um, highlight all the fun stuff that dropped this week. So normally in this space, we give you the TCO top five of the week. But this week, we're going to give we pulled the top 10 of 2023. Yeah, I thought we had a lot of really fun flashbacks this week. And you're again going to hear more about that over in the bonus episode. But um, we did a top 10 of all of the different top fives. So uh, from July of 2023 was a 30 minute Christina Aguilera hike with Rebecca Kennedy. This one, people absolutely loved it. it. It was came in as one of Rebecca Kennedy's favorite or best hikes, people said. And, and the playlist was phenomenal for anyone who grew up listening to Christina Aguilera. Uh, and then in also in July, 727 30 minute Motley Crew ride with Sam Yo. Uh, now, 
CMEO shows up a lot as favorite uh, <laughs> favorite classes, but uh, this actually came from Helper B. Nikki. Sam's Motley Crew ride was masterful. He let the music shine, completely committed to the bit in the character, created a solid workout with thematic cues sprinkled in versus giving a full wiki rundown of the band's history. I love that. <laughs> Man, July was just a really big month. We also had coming out in July was the Barbie ride, 30-minute Barbie ride with Olivia Amato. Again, this one was raved about. Uh, people said, this came from Kelly Quirk. I guess that's separately. It was so fun. The soundtrack was great. The message was on point. And unlike her usual rides, it wasn't entirely at 103 cadence for 30 minutes. <laughs> so I could manage. I agree with that. I'm not a huge like a uh, Barbie. Or I'm not a huge Olivia class taker. That class was amazing. So fun. Okay. Now, the next one is actually three classes. It's a little bit of a cheat. But that is because in September, we had Salt and Peppa three classes that people absolutely loved. Okay, so there was the dance cardio with Just King. There was a 15-minute uh, ride with Ali Love and a 15-minute walk with Just Sims. All three people absolutely loved. And there was <laughs> there's so much. This is a, a picture here, if you're watching, of Helper B. Lindsay getting her dance cardio <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> but um, people loved the uh the playlists on all three of the classes and how much fun they were. And it just brought everything back for people. Uh, then from coming in at number six, this was from October. There was a five minute core strength with Robin and uh, people absolutely loved it. Uh, Stephanie said Stephanie Lato said that Robin's five minute core strength had her uh, was awesome. And it was her new go to five minute core. Uh, somebody took it. Four times the first week it came out. <laughs> also in October, uh, of course, there was that was that was an emotional month. That was whenever Jen Sherman did a pop ride. It was forty five minutes in on October thirteenth, and uh, she had a tough week that week. And she was talking about the the latest Israel Hamas war, and you know she's she's Jewish proudly so, and she talked about her feelings of that, and it it really touched a lot of people, Jewish and non Jewish alike. So wanted to make sure that we talked about that one as well, and what a powerful playlist for that moment. Also in October, uh, it was it was Halloween, Maddie's. Halloween walk. It was 30 minutes. And this was a an amazing class. This was a walk from 1029. He dressed up as an alien. And it was one of my favorite classes that Maddie has ever done. He did like alien or not alien for all of these different celebrities mm -hmm. or famous people. It was hilarious. Uh, and he was in in like character the whole time. <laughs> it was it was so good. Uh, then also in October, 120 minute power zone endurance ride with Matt Wilpers. Now, we got to remember that that was the first two hour power zone endurance class ever and people loved it. They went crazy for that one. They did. They did. So lots of love for that one. And of course, Matt Wolpers. And then we had in November, we had uh, 1989 Taylor's version. It was a 30 minute class with Selena and uh, it was fantastic. It it had 
all of the best songs on it from 1989. And uh, people said that it had a nice long warm up and a cool down and it had wonderful intervals throughout. Just a great class. Coming in at number one was the epic sing along. It was a 30 minute one in November. But you have to realize this was a very special class and it was special because it was all celebrating Jen Sherman's 10 years teaching at Peloton. So get chills talking about that. (laughs) Uh, People absolutely loved it. So if you didn't get to take any of those classes, make sure you check them out over at theclipout.com. So it's a great way to make sure you get some epic classes. Absolutely. The Top 50 Song Series is back. It is. Uh, It was an interesting one. I like the way they've done it this year. They very carefully spelled out that, and I think they've done this in years past, where you have the, the countdown of songs, but then they repeat those songs over all of the different modalities. So if you take 50 through 41, ex- for example, you might have a walk plus run. But then if you go over and take the bike class 50 through 41, you're going to have the exact same tracks. You just have a different instructor. Okay. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, I took I took um, the walk and run that Rebecca Kennedy did, which happened to be the 50 to 41. It was amazing. I learned a new song. Uh, this this was the one that had uh, NF, uh, the Hope song I sent you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So freaking good. <laughs> like, I listened to it like 10 times. My Sydney was like, okay, we get it. Um, and uh, and then there was a lot of favorites throughout She'd the series. She'd have been like, do you know how many times you made me watch Frozen? I know, right? You're going to sit here and listen to this song every <laughs> damn time I play it and not say a word. Um, but what I love about the 50 song series is it's not just what was new and hot this year. It's what the instructors played and people hearted all year long from all different genres, all different, uh, you know, decades. So there's stuff on here that's old. There's stuff on here that's brand new. I'd never heard of. And and I love that about it. And I love learning new things. And I love seeing what everybody else is is enjoying. And finally, uh, we had a nice review from Helper B Tina talking about Callie's soundtrack strength series. Yeah. And um, I I mean, I always knew I'd get around to these, but like Tina was basically made me go do it immediately because <laughs> she spoke about it so glowingly. There's all these favorite movies like The Princess Diaries or uh, Legally Blonde. And uh, Callie took these these classes and she did a whole theme around it. She dressed up in a way that the characters would have dressed up. She and she did the songs from it. And she taught she it's it's a whole thing. It's an experience. Each <laughs> one of these is an experience. And Callie's just fun. So if you haven't gotten a chance to take these, highly recommend that you do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Peloton birthdays. And we got two birthdays this week coming up on January 9th. It is the birthday of Adrian Williams. Oh, happy birthday, Adrian. And on January 11th, Hannah Frankson. Well, happy birthday to Hannah Frankson. 
Coming up after this, we're going to talk to Vin Criticorn. He's an actor in New York. He's of Thai descent. He talked to Sam Yeo about uh, being on, in The King and I. And he also talks about a fascinating way that he makes money as an actor that is very new and non-traditional. I think you're going to dig it. So stick around. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Vin Criticorn. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Good, how are you? Good, uh, that is a fun name to say. It really is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good, yeah. I mean, that's really great because it's also my stage name, so I'm glad that works out, something catchy. But yeah. it is my actual name. I was going to do this in a different order, but now that you said stage name, let's get into what you yeah. do for a day job. So tell us a little bit about what you mean by stage name and what your day job is. Yeah, so I say stage name because I'm an actor in New York City. I do theater, primarily theater, some TV and some other odd end things for a side job. I think as any actor, survival job, it's whatever it takes. I've worked in restaurants. I've done catering and serving, hosting, all hospitality stuff. Currently, I'm working at home in this company. It's called Mersion. And we do digital puppeteering of avatars to facilitate learning experiences for companies. That sounds fascinating. That make, yeah. Digital Did, did that make sense? I don't know. I know, what the, I know what all the words mean, but not in that order. Digital puppetry. Yeah. 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 Does that mean animation so for like, puppets? But live? It's basic. It's if you imagine like the metaverse and you're basically in a simulation and I'm an avatar. I'm digital puppeteering an avatar with a learner. And we're pretending a scenario that helps them learn a certain type of training that their company provides. Okay. Fascinating. So, uh, let me turn yeah. this into something that maybe my brain can handle. So this will be pop culture because it's what Tom always does. What that's offensive. Okay. Uh, okay, so anyway, at Disney World, <laughs> they, yeah. they have turtle time with crush where you go in and you look at crush and he comes out and but it's live it's happening in front of you he can interact with you he'll he'll actually call out kids in the audience like hey one in the red shirt or whatever and talk back and forth with them and you see Mm -hmm. what looks like pixar animation of crush but clearly there's a guy in the background controlling it somehow is that digital puppetry yeah that's such a great reference because that's pretty much exactly what it is he's shit i can finally tell people what i do and they'll understand it actually that's what i'm I'm gonna steal that from now i think that's exactly that's such a great because that you get it right away that's basically what it is except instead of i guess what at disney world they do it's about like this in the sea for us it depends on what the client needs in terms of a very specific type of training that they want their employees to learn we implement that training in in a scenario for them so why does the digital puppetry help with that as opposed to a training film or just like a video zoom call okay i picture it's because they're teaching them things like how to be a spy that's what I'm picturing. Is it anything like that? See, difference between boys and girls. I was totally like, right, this is right. porn. You're doing porn. It's probably more boring than you think. Oh. It's a very specific type of training, like diversity training, say, 
or how to talk to, if you're a manager, how to talk to your employees in a way that's like safe. So we create a scenario around that in a safe space for them to actually implement their training. So it's not just about watching, it's actually about doing and implementing the training so they can actually use it in in their work environment. I I really like that actually, because I never was a fan of like when you went into a room and at work and then they would be like, oh, let's pretend, let's do some scenarios. I hated being in like a group of people and role playing. Mm -hmm. Like it's my worst nightmare. Right. Like for an actor, you probably have to do that kind of thing all the time. For me, that is like my worst nightmare. (laughs) Exactly. So in this case, I don't know the role playing per se, but they're basically it's like a, a typical scenario that they'll find in their work environment. And then they have to implement a certain type of training to facilitate whatever it is in the scenario provides. And it's something that no one else will see. So it's, we create the safe space for them because a lot of the time they might not know what to do. Mm-hmm. They might go about in the way that perhaps might be, I don't know if there's like a right or wrong answer to go about it, but they might go in a way that might be a little bit more detrimental to your coworker. Or So we want to keep it in a space that is safe for them to try things out. That's cool. No, that makes total sense. Like you need a place to fail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's okay. Low stakes. Low stakes. Failing is learning, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the majority of the employees are are actors because they need people who are good with improv and think on their feet. Basically the same as the turtle. Yeah. He's because I've seen it multiple times and they do a version of it like on the Disney cruise and it's always different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's never the same thing. I'm such a nerd. I'm always surprised. I'm always surprised he's actually talking to you. I don't know why. It always surprises me. I'm like... But he's yeah. really there, I think. You and think. some of the things that, that he comes up with is hilarious. For every question, there's like an answer. <laughs> and the animation is also just, it feels like it's actually happening, which is, uh, I don't know how they do that, but it's its pretty incredible. That's the Disney magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's do, fascinating. Do you like doing that as an actor? Does it feel like acting? Does it use the same muscles, if you will? Yeah, I think that's why there's a lot of actors in the company because it employs like a lot of similarities, like improv, being in the moment. Also, like we're a bunch of empaths. So we really are feel like you're like really helping the learner. So, yeah, I I really it's better. Personally, I think it's better than being a server which I've also done. So I would do this job in, in a heartbeat over, yeah. Well, the commute can't beat the commute before. in the yeah. hours. I was thinking that. Also, <laughs> exactly. If, if you have to go somewhere for like your quote unquote real job, you can still probably knock this out during the day if you need to. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's- that's yeah. a fascinating. I, I just roll out of bed and just do it. Also, because you, they can't, they see an avatar. They don't see us. It doesn't really matter. You could just roll out of bed, not have done your hair. It yeah. doesn't matter. Exactly. I'll do a quick warm up. I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so have you ever had, I know you can't go into too much detail. Have you ever had a moment where you're going through this training and, and you're just like, oh, dear God, you can't say that. I haven't done anything to that extreme, but... A lot of learners make mistakes. A lot of learners, sometimes they, and the current client that I'm with, like these learners, some of them really want to learn. And when they make a mistake, sometimes they feel like they failed or like they did something right. And and it could get pretty emotional sometimes. So it's really up to me to really guide them through it. It's not particularly about like feeling better per se. It's a learning experience. So if you can change, change the perspective that like failing is actually 
actually learning and we're doing it in a space that you can actually make those mistakes versus like when you go out into the actual real world you probably might not want to do some of these things but if no one actually reflects that to you you'll never know absolutely that's just fascinating there's this whole thing that we didn't had no clue existed none i just thought it was turtle time and that was it (laughs) it is so niche but i'm fascinated by it as they say the riches are in the niches that's true that is true yeah, I don't have the rich part. No, the niche part. <laughs> yeah. It's a very niche part. Yeah. I got that yeah. part down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But how, so going back to what I usually start with, how did you originally find Peloton? Because it's weird that these yeah. worlds have all intersected in my head. <laughs> so random. I find it so random how this all came about. But I live in a building that has a Peloton bike. Oh, okay. That actually was donated by another resident who was in the building and they decided to donate their Peloton bike to the gym. So we now all all have a Peloton bike to use, which is great. So cool. That's very gracious. They didn't want to move it. It's New York. They were like, I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah. It's like either I don't know what the situation is, but maybe they just didn't want it in their small apartment. Oh yeah. And so they donated to the building and so it's yeah, it's been really that makes sense too. That makes a lot of sense. So how long has it been there? Because I know that for a while Peloton was very much like no bikes in public gyms. Yeah. They've come yeah, back from that. Yeah, so we I think our building wanted to but we couldn't because of some of those reasons. So I, that that might be another reason why we had someone who donate the bike, but this was a while, maybe 2 years, oh, 2 so. years. I think it was around that time. Okay. You might be a felon. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I'm a felon. <laughs> Don't I, don't, I love that bike. It's the whole reason we had anyway. you on the show. It was just to out your bike. It was <laughs> just to out your bike. We're like Chris Hansen for Peloton. Have the truth is coming out. That's hilarious. So have you been using it for the whole two years? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. It's because it's the gym that's in the building. So it's pretty much available whenever, which is really nice because some days you don't have time to go out to the gym somewhere. So I'm just taking the elevator down a couple levels and get a good workout in. Yeah. That's great. Does everyone log in on their own membership or in like you log out mm-hmm. when you're done? Yeah. Gotcha. So that's the one thing, but that's fine. Oh, yeah. Super oh, for easy. sure. Not like, a big no, deal. like that's and it's. Yeah. I was just curious how totally. that part mm-hmm. was working. Yeah. How do you, I would think being an actor, you have to be in a certain shape. And so do you have to do cardio and weights? Do you just do cardio? What all do you do to like make sure that you're ready for anything with your job? Yeah. I don't know if being an actor means that you have to be fit, but being healthy, I think is important and being able to quickly adapt to whatever the job might entail. For example, I have a show coming up in January where there's going to be some fight choreography happening. And so I'm thinking a little ahead that I want to at least be able and fit and prepared for whatever they throw at me, whatever pose or whatever they move they want me to do. I want to be able to do it. But I do a comedy combination of cardio and strength training. I feel a balance is important and just eating healthy, I think is also good. So I think it's all about balance. I feel like I always think that it being like you seem on the younger side, I'm making assumptions being that you live in New York as an actor. It's probably in my head because we have my stepson, Tom's son is in New York right now. Well, he's in 
Connecticut trying to be an actor. And uh-huh. I know that it's I know that it's tough. So I have young person in my head. But I'm like, <laughs> when you say eat healthy, I'm like, that's a lot of work, especially for one person in New York, I feel like. Yes. But I like to cook. Maybe oh, that's, okay. that's, that helps. That Something does help. That, I, yeah. that does. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, it started out back in high school. I lived with a guardian at the time when I was in high school and the particular guardian did not cook at all, like really bad. And so I had to start cooking for myself. And then when I went to college, my second year, I was living in the residential housing on campus with another friend. And then we had two friends that came over every day and we all made a deal that we'll cook every day. Me and my roommate will cook every day. And the other two friends would clean. And so I could cook whatever I wanted and they'll just clean up. And then we just divided the bill at the end of the year. And so that for the entire year, I just was just like experimenting and cooking things that I wanted to cook. And I think that was like a good basis for now. So I really, I really enjoy cooking. It's calming. I think some people find it really stressful, Uh but it's like a nice way to, I think, to just be a little bit creative and that way I can really control. Also, it's expensive to eat out now. It's like crazy. Especially there. It's so crazy like we live in the midwest we live in the midwest when we go there it's always just oh my gosh like that soda costs 50 (laughs) dollars new york is insane so crazy so that way eating and also saves money as well but i enjoy it so it's fine that's great yeah that really is yeah so how did you break into act that's a tough world yeah i got into grad school i did an mfa in acting I guess that's my door into it. Mm -hmm. And that was like three years of training. And then that sort of got me into acting. But I started much earlier. Like I I, I went to Michigan. I have a music degree, music education degree. And so I think that was when I started to do a little like theater shows on the side, did musicals and things like that. And then decided that I really wanted to pursue it and was lucky enough to get into MFA program at the Actors Studio here in New York. Oh, wow. Very nice. So then after that, I felt like I, yeah, this was a while ago. Ago, though. This was like over 10 years ago. Wow. It was still a big deal then. Yeah. It was yeah, like, right. it's yeah. not. Oh, I went to <laughs> Yale, but it was like no, 10 years I'm, when yeah. Yale was a it big was, pile uh, of shit. It was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> that's That still counts. Yes. That's, that's an amazing yeah. accomplishment. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And unlike Thank Yale, I don't, think, I don't think your parents can buy your way in. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't have the talent. Now. You're yeah. not going to be there. That's so For true. So have you been in anything we might be familiar with? I know that there's so many different ways to act. Like, Where do you act? Do you act on Broadway? Do you act in shows? Do you like, where is your chosen? Yeah. I would say majority of my theater career is regional. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've done off-Broadway. The show I'm doing next year is also off-Broadway. Most of my family lives in Thailand, so I've done theater there as well. Oh, Uh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And some TV shows here in the city. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you speak I do. Okay, so when you're acting yeah. there, or are you? Is that the language you're acting in? I've done shows in English there as well, and okay. also in Thai. So does that affect your acting style, your acting choices when you toggle into a different language? I would. I think Thai is harder for me because I grew up in the States. Sure. Sure. But it's been a good couple of years over there so I can speak the language. Yeah. It's like I don't dream in Thai. Like I sure. dream in English. So it takes like an extra step. Yeah. To, it, like a little longer to get to that point where it's, it fits in my mouth in a way that feels good. But yeah, I, that's an interesting question because it, it's like when you speak a different language and you have to act in that language, you have to do it in a way that makes it sound like you are native to that language. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask, like, do you have an accent 
that native Thai <laughs> speakers would be like, oh, that's not how we say things. Oh, yeah. What a uh, great question. It's subtle. Like, <laughs> it'll say that you didn't go to school here is what they would say. Okay. It sounds fine, but it sounds like I was educated abroad. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I would think that yeah. would be difficult. I know with acting, it's very important to stay in the moment. And I would feel like if I was having to speak in a different language. Now, also, I have absolutely no other language skills I'm projecting to somewhat probably, but it would be difficult to stay in the moment if I was constantly in my head having to be like, do this in a different Doing a language. Good job. Yeah. yeah, like I'd speak yeah. like just like enough Spanish to like to be able to go to the bathroom if I go to Mexico. You know what I mean? Like it's like just, <laughs> yeah, but I, I can say. understand Spanish. And I, but every uh-huh. time we go somewhere where I can practice, if you will, I never feel comfortable. I never trust the words coming out of my mouth. And so I can't even mm. imagine acting yeah. in another language because I always second guess myself and I go too slow. But if you had say time to practice, like the show is like a month from now oh, and that's yeah. this you have the script already and you just have to speak the words that are on the page, that I can do. That gives me enough time. Like I can speak it fine and read it fine, but getting it to fit in my mouth and also act will take a little bit more time. Yeah. So it did was a little bit of a process. Also the director spoke English as well. So during the rehearsal process, I could speak both. If something like a word I couldn't think of yeah. in Thai, like I could just say in English. So that's how I went about it. What people see on stage is, oh, he speaks Thai. It's fine. Yeah. Which but is everybody's like, doing their job. That's, but if anybody right, goes exactly. off script. <laughs> I was thinking like your day job, if you yeah. were doing digital puppetry in Thai, that would mm-hmm. be, now that might be hard. <laughs> that would be scary. That would be scary. <laughs> Funny enough, when I applied for this job, they needed people who spoke Thai. That's actually how I got hired. Wow. We were, tra- I'm trained on doing scenari- some of the scenarios in Thai because they had some Thai clients. So I was training for it. I was dreading it. It was, it, I, I was a little scared, but yeah, I think that would be a little scary. I could I, see I why. So. Yeah. yeah. I totally, totally yeah. get that. Yeah. It's also like corporate language too. It's not like conversational. Yeah. Like there's, right? you know, it's there's like, a lot of subtleties when you're like, I'm speaking like a professional. Like if you're on a job interview, you're going to comport yourself in a different manner and have well, to level up a language that's not necessarily your native tongue, even if you're fluent mm-hmm. in it. Because there's so many buzzwords in business and corporates, yeah. like in corporate. How do you say synergy and tie? Right. I think it's probably like. Synergy. I'll just <laughs> probably just adapt it. But yeah, I had another friend who like is much more comfortable in it, and I was just like asking her, like, "Oh my goodness, like, how do I say this? How do I say it? it's like a whole different thing, right? When you're like entering like the corporate world, it's like a different language. It, and then and now I have to speak it in Thai, which is I don't even know how many hoops to go through there. But yeah, okay. And there's probably just cultural subtleties that if you didn't grow up there, you might not always grasp. Yeah, like in yeah. the workplace. Every year I go back. It's I have to relearn it sure. because there's new slang and new that's the same anywhere. Um, but it'll take me a good couple of days. To, I need to watch some news and see what the young people are talking. Like you, have to, saying you have to recalibrate. Just, like, <laughs> recalibrate a little bit, get my brain back in, into gear, and then I'll be okay. But yeah, it's definitely it's like new every time I go back. Oh, that makes total um, sense. It does. Yeah. On the Peloton side of things, since they have the in the gym and you also lift weights do you ever use any of the other peloton content have you tried the new gym feature or anything like that i've never tried it oh i think 
Thank you. Might this. like it. I'm actually going after this actually, so I will okay. definitely check it out. So there's a um, little tab on your app, right? If you pull a Peloton mm-hmm. up on your phone, and it's called Gym, you can follow along with the instructors, and they'll be like, "Okay, do five bicep curls," and then awesome. you can yeah. follow along with that, so you can still like have some programming built in that you don't have to like think it through, but it's all right yeah. there in front of you. So yeah. that might be something. To try. I think what's really great about the Peloton bike and the programs is that you don't have to think what you're saying. You don't have to think about anything. Yeah. It's just so wonderful because someday I really don't. I'm just, I'm too tired. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And talking about like the, the programs, like the instructors, like they're really great motivators as well. Like a lot of fun and great music. So a lot of the time I'm going into the mindset of just push me. I'll do it. Just tell me what to do. I'll turn the knob. I'll, yeah. It's really great that way. Since you live in New York, have you gone into the studio to take a class? I've never gone. Oh my God. I know. That explains. I know. I just go downstairs. <laughs> okay. I just go downstairs. Some of us are not fanatics. When you like, live in New York, like, all that yeah. stuff, it's like how we're yeah. in St. Louis. Okay, yeah. I didn't go up in the arch until I was like 19. It's true. Because it's right there. Uh, it's right I'll there. I'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. I'll right. get to it. Yeah. And also, like, I really love the live classes where there's other bikes in yeah. there because it makes me feel like I'm not alone. So I really enjoy doing those. But or, you could do uh, that when... in the studio. Yeah, I could do in the studio too. That's right. <laughs> there would be Tomorrow, people with you. I'm going to go to the studio. You have see, to sign up yeah, so now, But now you can't do this anymore because it's such <laughs> right. a process. It's like trying to get right. on the well, Today Show. Well, if you show. ever want to go, let me know. I will help yeah. you get, I'll like help you okay. do the process. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah, like, I, will, I would love to. Though. I would love to. Yeah. What is your leaderboard name? My name on the, the name, mm-hmm. Ride or Die NYC 1983. I love it. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Do you have a preferred instructor? I have a couple. I really love Cody. He's like always really fun. And he does like the live DJs. Yeah. Which is also really fun. And I love his music as well. Eric. Eric from Germany. Jaeger. Yeah. So do yes. you speak German? Yeah. yeah. Oh because I, he does house and techno music. But do you? Which I really love. But do you speak German? No, I don't. Oh, okay. no, I you don't. just I love just the music. I was like three just, languages. <laughs> oh, like, oh, go to hell. I, I wish I, but sometimes he has done like classes in New York where he speaks English. So yeah. I've, I've done the I've, like I've done those classes at the Ponton Bike. But he he does like house music and techno music, which I really enjoy. And sometimes it's just like riding the bike and listening to that. It just gets gets you going. Yeah. So I do that. Sam, of course, for some Broadway flair. Yes. And I like Dennis. I like Dennis as well. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That is an interesting trio. Yeah. I've never heard is that really? trio. <laughs> yeah. I've if never... you like the music, you, he should try Lane Break. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Have you ever oh. tried Lane Break? So on no. the bike, if we you know you're looking at the bike when you first log on, they have a thing at the yeah. bottom that says more rides. If you go there, they have this other interface. It's called Lane Break, and it's a game. It's a game that you play, and you use the resistance knob to go up and down on the resistance, and you go across the board. It's like you follow along. It's like Guitar Hero, but on your Yes, exactly. But you can, they have all these songs, they have all these music Uh pieces already put together. So there would be like a house techno that you would just do for 30 minutes while you're just like totally in the zone. And it's amazing. I I love Lane Break for that reason, because sometimes like one of my favorites is Alanis Morissette, like just listening to Alanis Morissette while just doing that Mm -hmm. or like listening to, I don't know, Cher, just like having Mm -hmm. all of that. It's amazing. So I have to check it out. Yeah, I think you might like that. Also, I don't know if you've taken any classes with Ben Aldis. 
artist, but I think he does a lot of house music as well. So that might be another. Oh, okay. Yeah. Another. Yeah. I think he's more EDM. I don't know how that like crosses over I, I, with I house. I love EDM too. Yeah. But, I think yeah. you might like him. Because there's something about it that like, I don't know, like just the music of it just keeps you going. It yeah. just has that rhythmic repetition yeah. that puts you in a, almost like a meditation somehow. Yeah. Moving um, meditation. So sometimes, exactly. So sometimes like with Eric, because he's speaking German that I don't really understand anyway. So I'll just watch him and then put on like on the volume I'll just put like more music <laughs> so I'll just hear him in the background and just do it that way but yeah every time I go to the bike I'm like searching I'm like what I'm in the mood for like doing it 30 minutes 15 minutes 45 minutes and then what kind of music and then the instructor it's like kind of nice that you can just like what do I feel like doing today or it's nice that you have like that option absolutely so I, yeah I really enjoy that there's so much to do there's there's so much option on the program that you can just like really do yeah. whatever you want yeah, any kind of music, any kind of instructor. If you want to have something that's a little more upbeat, you want to have something that's a little more chill, yeah. you want to have like steady. Yeah, like totally lots yeah. of options. What's I love your mood today? Like, exactly. What do you want to exactly. <laughs> so sometimes it's EDM and sometimes it's Broadway. You know what I mean? It's just. It's I need EDM Broadway. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Wait, I just yeah. invented something. Yeah. I have to stop this right yeah. now. Now you can. Now well, there's you a show to... right now. There's a show right now on Broadway called Here Lies Love. Yeah. That it's not EDM, but it has like a techno-y kind of flair to it Ooh. that might be a little bit yeah something Interesting. Like i haven't that. heard of that i one. haven't either yeah. we'll have to check mm-hmm. that out yeah for sure mm-hmm. thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us we yeah. really appreciate it before we let you go let everybody know where they can find you assuming you would like to be found i'm assuming since you're an actor you would like the followers <laughs> uh, and stuff yeah sure well, my instagram is is the best place probably my name vin criticorn v-i-n-a-r-i-d-a-k-n so someone didn't already and have that say someone <laughs> have, in case you're wondering and if you're in the city in February, I'm doing a show called Warrior Sisters of Wu by Pan Asia Repertory Theater. Come check me out. That's awesome. awesome. Wonderful. Cool. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can also find me on all socials and the leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash the clip out. Also, don't forget, there is tons of more stuff in the this week's bonus episode if you've always wondered what a bonus episode entails and you weren't sure if you wanted to spend the money to find out it is free for you this week so go on over to patreon.com slash the clip out sign up at the free level we don't take your credit card or anything like that and uh and you can listen to this one for free on your computer so uh we'd love to have you so thanks for tuning in and until next time keep pedaling and running and rowing